Time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show, hanging out here in the mothership, which is Studio 22. Come on, say it with me. It just resonates off the tongue. Studio 22, hanging out here with the man at the helm, the puppet master himself, Mark Tate, and of course, Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians. She's not really an Ethiopian, but I love the fact that you changed your Twitter title over to Ethiopian Queen. That's a beautiful thing. You did that. A big step. What about a month ago? That's a big deal. Yeah. You did that. Thank you. Yeah. We'll remember it for the rest of my life. Yeah. I, yep. It's fantastic that you've just fully embraced your identity. It was time. And you've held on to it. And just boom, you just went ahead and ascended to the throne. I appreciate that. And here we are. Here we are. We're going to do an expose soon. There's so much going on in the world. We've talked about different things. We're, we've been pissed off at YouTube. Uh, because they don't like certain words we use. They like to censor clips we've shown and, and stuff. Like, we didn't make any money. People, everywhere I go, people love the Jeffrey Epstein special. They're I'm like, glad. best thing. We loved it. It, it was really powerful. Uh, and it was. It was good. We worked hard on that one. And, and I'm always quick to give you the credit on the research and so much of the stuff. And it was a good, but we Team got effort. more coming. On that, we didn't make any money, by the way. Like, when it comes to doing ads and stuff on YouTube, we didn't make a dime off of that. You can watch it. It's completely ad-free because they wouldn't put ads on it. It was it was one of their censorship policies that they arbitrarily decided that they couldn't put ads on it because too, too graphic, too real, too, you know, talking about the immediate tragic loss of human life and things like that. Whatever. So let's keep doing it, Candace. Let's keep pissing off the powers that be. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. I want to talk about uh, like the Iran-Contra affair and, and smuggling drugs into Arkansas and how the Clintons have been protected by the CIA and all these kind of things. Like if I'm not pissing off a of Clinton, I don't think we're doing the job right. We're escalating in the danger aspect of it. I think we are. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how many people have sent me messages saying, man, I hope you make it. Hope you make it. Well, here we are. It's party time. Hot News Natalie hanging out over there. Good to see you. 2020. 2020. Uh, we got the dirty bird himself, Keith Malinak. Mm. Thanks yeah. for having me. I've the not been in bird. this new studio with you. Yeah. Is this is your first time in here, isn't it? Well. Well, well I mean, not in the room. I have uh, I've visited. <laughs> Let's put it that way. I, lo- I love how you come in here and start grabbing whiskey off the shelf and they slap your hand. So? Candice is like such a, like a mom. You know, you're yep. just a mom. Yep, absolutely. That's well said. Mm-hmm. And she intimidates the crap out of me. Rightly so. Honest. That's good. She texted me the other day. And so she texted me. We were planning for the new year. She texted me the other day. She said, uh, can you come in on the 2nd of January? And I said, nah, I really would rather not. I got a lot going on. I might be traveling. And so then we were nearing New Year's and she sends me a text. She said, so are you still wanting to come in on the 2nd? <laughs> and I'm like, no, you wanted me to come in on the second. I'm coming in on the third. And I, guess where you were on the second? I came in on the second. <laughs> yeah. I came in on the second. No. Like a charm. 23-year-old kid, man. Intimidates oh, no. me. It, she's it, scary. It's happened. Yeah, I know. Keith could speak to some of that experience. Yeah. The you trauma. know what's going on, Keith. It's not your show anymore. No, it's, it's really not. never show. really was. I gave oh. it up a long time ago. It's like my home. Like my <laughs> wife's in control. I don't want control. I never want to control. I've never had control. People say, when did you lose it? I don't think I ever had it. It's mm-hmm. done. That's true. You're Natalie, right. women, man. You're welcome. <laughs> Two women. Y'all are magical. Thank y'all you. Are, y'all are amazing. We got a big show for you. It's going to be it's going to be an interesting, eye-opening. Uh, and, and I've enjoyed sitting here 
today, uh, throughout the day, spending a little time with my new friend, and I've been keeping up with what he's doing, and not only his cause, his mission, it really is a mission, and it's stuff that a lot of people, you're going to hear some, hear some stories today, you're going to hear some tales, you're going to hear some things that are going on, and you're going to say, no way that's true, no way that's true, but this stuff is serious, and we talk about the YouTube censorship. I know people who have talked about this very topic we're going to talk about today. They've been deplatformed. Forget being demonetized. We can we can go out and make money plenty of ways. They're, they're, that's fine. God bless the sponsors of this show that treat us well. But listen, to get deplatformed because you're talking about topics, I know people who have lost their podcasts. They've lost their platforms. They've been disinvited from news organizations and appearing on any interview programs because of some things that they've put out about this very topic. And we're going to get into that today. So I want to introduce my buddy Jason Bartlett. Jason, all the way from South Africa, wearing a Keep America Great hat. You're a Trump dude. I am, yeah. I mean, I grew up, I don't, never had a leader. Our leaders have torn our country apart. So you've got to choose someone that you look up to, right? I want, and I appreciate that about you. I appreciate that about you. You're pretty bold, and, it, and, and by the time we're done talking, people are going to realize just how bold you are. But I want you to tell me your story. Why are you here? Why are you in America? What are you doing? What's the purpose? What I mean, what in the? Why are we sitting here talking today? You know, first of all, you got to go big, or you got to go home. Mm-hmm. I, I have to go big because I'm not allowed to go home. You know, so I come from a place called South Africa. It's my heart. It's known as the Rainbow Nation. Other. In other words, it's known as the rape nation, to be honest. Every three minutes, a woman is raped in South Africa. And um, what I'm doing is I'm actually seeking asylum, which is a big a big thing. You know, it's not, uh, especially under this administration, I think the, the asylum cases approvals are as low as possible. But we are actually real asylum seekers because our people are being persecuted for being white and for being Christian. And what they're doing is, um, like the third biggest political party in South Africa is chanting for the whites to be killed. I mean, they literally stand on live TV and say, slit the throats of, of whiteness and death to all the whites. And they sing one settler, one boer, you know, kill the farmer. And they're literally singing out. And it's happening. There's uh, f- 473 farm attacks in 2019 and 50, 2019 and 50 murders. And uh, these are not just murders. They, they're disguised by the media as um, just little instances of, of thievery. For example, um, my, my cousin was at, at 11 o'clock at night. They're having what we call a braai, which is a barbecue. And um, th- they approached the house. They went through two security gates. So how they got through, we don't understand. And they shot him in the back of the head. After they strangled him with fish nylon, they shot him in the back of the head. And when he fell, they took the barbecue and they turned it over and they put it on top of him. And I, luckily he survived. The bullet came out of the front of his eye and I've, I've actually got him on my Twitter. You can see him. And um, then they went to um, the little kids. Oh, I'm not going to say their names just for their, sure. their safety. And I think there were eight and, and ten at the time. And I was actually at their house like four or five days to, um, before this attack happened because I always used to stop there before I came over to the States. And um, this was 2018 on the 12th of January and they go and beat the kids with crowbars and uh, they tell them to shut up because then we'll rape you and kill you because and that's just what's happened to one of my family members you know the other family member has asked me not to talk about the fact that she was raped and I won't mention the names the other one was hijacked and put in the back of the trunk and drove away for two hours but the brutality that's going on there is it's it's unfathomable and it's unthinkable and it's your leftist media in America that is hiding it and they're hiding it for a reason because they know that it's coming for America and they want it to happen I have said over and over again 
that there are so many powers out there that would love to see the destruction of America. Because I know there are people who are watching it. And, and listen, we, we've got our share of dingbats, dumbasses, people like that who just spout off at the mouth. And the first thing they say is, well, why do we care what's going on in South Africa? What you just said is exactly why we care what's going on in South yeah. Africa, because the tactics, human nature has always been the same. We've seen it from the fall in the Garden of Eden. We've always seen, you know, Cain kills Abel with a rock. There is jealousy. There is envy. There are these things. There are murderous, in, murderous intentions that happen. We've seen the same tactics. Yeah. There are people that want to see America destroyed. You saw South Africa completely divided with apartheid. Apartheid is still going on, but now it, rather than whites on blacks, it's blacks on whites. There's a revenge thing that's happening. And, you, and you're right. The media hides it for whatever reason. I've seen these people out there, politicians in America, in various states, California being one of them. They can't get socialism fully enacted. So what do they do is they try to find their ways to use capitalism to bring along the same effect. And the way they do it is they, they literally destroy people's lives. Yeah. And you're seeing people whose lives are physically being destroyed. Yeah. And you're here making a statement about that because yeah. we're on the cusp of that. That's a threshold. It is. We're on the cusp of that. And, you know, like I can tell you countless stories like we were talking earlier on. And, you, you know, you've got someone like Elizabeth Warren saying, stop defending yourself. Stop carrying weapons around so people can shoot more people in churches. Right. You yeah. know, because nobody wants. Why do people want to stop that? But now it doesn't just that's where it starts. Remember, we saw this because I'm 32 years old and uh, South African, the, the apartheid stopped in 1994. So it's been around for like 25 years and this rainbow nation, but nothing's changed and they're hiding it. And that's what I'm saying. It's coming for America because it slowly grows up. It's like a cancer. Mm -hmm. You know, socialism and communism is like a cancer and it slowly grows and slowly grows. And sometimes if you don't check up on it, the, the, it becomes a tumor and, you yeah. gotta, and then you die. And that's what's happening. I was walking through a farmer's market years ago and I saw a sign over a fruit stand and it was to the worker. It said today's spot becomes tomorrow's rot. So in other words, they were saying inspect the fruit because if you've got a spot here, it might look like nothing. But tomorrow it's going to be a rotten deal. Yeah. And you have like in the body a rebellious cancer cell that becomes all of a sudden it engrosses and before you know it you're completely consumed with it yeah. and you guys keith you guys i know that pat has talked about this on his show pat gray unleashed and and you guys on that show i know been accused of being it being fake news just making these things up mm -hmm. you know and i mean it, it's amazing how people have you encountered that where people just don't want to hear the they don't want to hear it yeah and i found that um trying to engage people on twitter for example is it's mission impossible because there is a certain segment of the population that that has fallen prey to this kind of um, mindset where where they're part of the cancer that's growing yeah. uh, as far as that mindset of disarm the people. Ah, that's no big deal. We, we want you to be safe. Well, do you? Well, then allow me to be armed. OK, um, but it's it's in our country, this progressivism, that is the cancer where. It's the government saying that we know better than you. We can take care of you. You have no right to defend yourself. You need to look to us. And, and b before you know it, you have given away all of your God-given rights. And the next thing you know, your country is, is irretrievable. Yeah. So I, I appreciate you coming over here yeah. um, and, and speaking freely.
Yeah, I mean, I, I've been threatened Antifa's coming after me because Antifa work with a, a, a team called uh, on Twitter is Bust, uh, Bust the Myth of White Genocide in South Africa. And as soon as they made a comment on my Twitter, Antifa started coming after me. So it's, it's mm. so heavily connected. And one of, just one of the reasons right now, I'm not for immigration. I'm not, I'm not for that. I, heaven's got a, a border. You know, not everybody just goes into heaven. So not everybody should just be able to come into America. So I don't think it's right. And I'm not here walking around in I'm not saying, hey, give me $1,000 a month because, you know, I feel sorry for myself. I'm here saying, okay, I've got a certain amount of skills. I can generate 25 jobs for Americans. Let me in so I can feed you as a farmer. Let 500,000 or a million of us in, law-abiding Christians, uh, God-fearing people who want to stand and support the Constitution, who want police who can support them, who can stand up for them, who want shows like this where you don't have to be harassed because of your color. And we, we're sitting with about three and a half million people. Um, it's always up and down that because the murder rate's so so severe. But now, when the when the farmer now if, if originally goes extinct, because I don't know if you guys have noticed, they hardly speak about rhino anymore, mm-hmm. right? Have you have you you realized that? Because why? Because the white farmer in South Africa is the main person looking after the rhino. So now the rhino is not even important anymore because the, the, the Chinese and the blacks in Africa work together to poach them brutally. But the, what they used to do, the, I mean, the, the way they kill the rhinos used to be all over the news, but they don't put anything about how they're drilling the right. kneecaps of people, how they're cutting the limbs off, how they're cutting their penises and their vaginas off, stuffing Bibles and burning Bibles and poking their eyes out. Yeah. I mean, it's horrific what they're doing, man. The amazing thing, because I know how the American mindset is, we hear these things and we start thinking immediately about American race relations. you got to get your, uh, that out of your head. Uh, you're African. I spent the better part of, of 20 years in and out of Africa, different parts of Africa. I've been to South Africa. I've been, you know, I've seen it. I've seen it up close. They don't think of race relations the same way that Americans think of race relations. And so we hear that and we're like, oh, well, this is a black. No, no. Culturally, this is a completely different deal. You have to interpret people, their their circumstances and what they're going through based on the culture in which they live. And we as narrow minded first world Americans tend to think that the world is just like us a lot of times. And that's a very narrow vision of the world. And it's not and what you guys are seeing is absolutely horrific. And so, like you said, first of all, I want to send people uh, while I'm thinking about it to two places. One, your Twitter, your Twitter handle is uh, uh, at Buffalo, Bartlett. at Buffalo, Bartlett. No, it, at Buffalo Bartlett, Bartlett. OK, yeah, yeah. Buffalo Bartlett. And that's with two T's at the end. Buffalo Bartlett. At Buffalo Bartlett, and then you've got uh, uh, Buffalo is it Buffalo Border Buffalo Border yeah, as of this morning. So yeah, yeah, and <laughs> it's, a dot, it's the dot com. Uh, no, that's uh, that's the uh, hashtag Buffalo. That's the hashtag. Uh, yeah, Buffalo, I'll get it straight eventually. Buffalo Border is my Instagram. Uh, Buffalo hashtag Buffalo Border Walk is for the walk that yeah. I'm doing, which I'm sure you'll get into. And then my uh, where I'm actually raising donations for my walk and hotels and my medical and literally from rubs because I'm doing such a far walk uh, is Boer Extinction. So it's B O E R yeah. Extinction dot org. Yeah, and I and I try as best I can to say Bora. 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 <laughs> B O E R extinction dot com. Yeah. 
Hey, this winter, start a new routine to upgrade your everyday life with monthly box of awesome from Bespoke Post. Bespoke Post sends guys only the best stuff every month. So whether you're looking to commemorate an occasion with a champagne saber or toast perfectly aged winter cocktails, a box of awesome has you covered from style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools, and outdoor gear. Box of Awesome has carefully built collections for every part of your life. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick the right box of awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. Free to sign up? You can skip a month or cancel anytime. Each box costs only 45 bucks but has over $70 worth of gear inside. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code WATCHCHAD at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code WATCHCHAD for 20% off your first box. And I encourage people to go to the website, follow on Twitter, do those things. Social media matters. It brings awareness. But go to the website because this guy has a mission. Like I said, Jason, you're doing something that's pretty impressive, and I want to get into that. And and the thing that you're doing is you're taking a walk, yeah. but you're not just going across town. What are you doing? I'm actually walking from Austin, Texas. I've already started. Um, I've done, I think I've done about 56 miles already. Um, and then I was interrupted by you to come here. But um, <laughs> no, you kidding, buddy. In the famous words of uh, Greta Grunberg, how dare how you dare stop you? me and my walk? You know? you? How dare you? Because now we yeah. believe in science. And I should be change. on the road walking. <laughs> walking you know? <laughs> <laughs> like true i mean even though it's all funny because i get called a white walker all of a sudden i'm from game of thrones right. like, Where's my? i haven't even got blue eyes for goodness sake <laughs> you know i'm actually walking from austin texas uh, the state capitol building where antifa wanted to come and meet me but it was too early i left at 8 a.m already yeah so, they don't get up yeah mommy's asked them to make their beds and they don't know how to do that <laughs> uneducated so um you know, I started walking and I'm currently, uh, yeah, I've got about 1,511 miles to go. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm doing about 44 miles on, on average a day. Um, so it is pretty grueling. But you know what? No matter, like I'm, I'm my right foot's in pretty much as much pain as it's going to be. So it might as well stay like that. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. We were trying to find a, you know, a, a pain reliever. And I was like, dude, I'm praying for you, man. You got a long walk in front of you. We were looking for some ibuprofen or something just to give you. And... <laughs> You know, and you already got the Forrest Gump beard coming in too, and the red hat. I just felt like walking. Yeah. You know, and, and so it's it's it's. Those <laughs> I bet like somebody co- else thought that too. Yeah, yeah. Because those look exactly. like comfortable shoes. Exactly. <laughs> My mom always told me you could tell a lot by man's shoes. <laughs> where they're going, where they're being. He said people are, people are trying to pick him up and offer him a ride, which yeah. is a Texas way. And he's like, no. And then they're offended because they're like, why don't you want a ride? Yeah. Exactly. My mama said. But I mean, think about that. I mean, forty-four miles a day. I mean. You need to be wearing a Fitbit or something. You need to, I mean, like, how yeah, many get steps are you? for these steps, yeah. Yeah, you, you know need to what, get some. What's actually my biggest supporter is the Samsung Health app because yeah. it says, you have completed 1,950% of your target today. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm doing so well. Yeah, like yesterday, yesterday, um, I just walked like 12 miles and it was like 1,900%. I'm like, I'm doing all right. I'm You're doing, doing okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a target. great weight loss plan. <laughs> I, I use that app for a week and I, I know that it's seven steps from my sofa to the refrigerator. So you're definitely... <laughs> Definitely out doing me on that, Jason. What, can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. You you mentioned that you're not allowed to go back to South Africa. Can you tell us about that? I mean, if I had to go back now, 
for telling the truth. You remember in the year 2020, you're not allowed to tell the truth. 2019 established that. And the reason if I, if I go back, you know what's going to happen to me? You know, I will be the man that you see here. Do you have any idea what they do to people? First of all, what they tend to do, right? I'm sorry to get into the gore, but, you know, get into the gore. we have mm-hmm. to go there, you know. You know, for example, uh, let's start with the youngsters, right? Let's tell you about a 12-year-old that was boiled alive in a bath, okay? A little white kid, 12 years old. I can't remember the year because there's so many and all the time. There was 473 brutal farm attacks last year, 2019, and 50 murders. Work that out for yourself, Okay. They take this 12-year-old boy, they rape his family and kill half of his family, and they put him in a bath. And these attackers take however much time it takes to boil several kettles and boil water on the stove and pour it in the bath. Mm. Now, the police officer that was actually white, uh, the, the very few that are in the police service that are stuck there because they're not allowed to go anywhere else and they're degraded and dehumanized, says that you could see the, the skin still on the side of the bath, how this kid struggled. You know, imagine seeing stuff like that. And there's another guy that I know. Um, he was, his family was shot in front of him and raped in front of him. And they tie him up to a chair and they drill his legs and they tie him up and they leave him there to die on purpose. They leave him there to die. Now, remember, he's like four or five hours away from any town. So nobody can hear him shouting and screaming. And they found him six days later. And in a miraculous way, he's still alive. And imagine the brutality of sitting there for six days with your family dead in front of you, your little daughter or and your daughter and your son and so forth. Imagine what this, you've got to go through. I mean, it's, it's unfathomable what they do. I'm sorry, but the, 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 this name is quite, it's quite popular. I'll put it on my Twitter. Her name was Villaminki Potgitter. She was a little baby. I've got a picture on my Twitter. You can scroll through and stuff like that. And she was hacked to death with a panga. You know, and these are quite a while ago, but, you know, I was just looking on my phone now. My girlfriend was sending me some stuff. And like the day before Christmas, a guy gets um, attacked and his ear gets chopped off and he, he had nowhere to go. So he crawled in his bed and they waited until the medical uh, medical people get there and they couldn't sew his ear back on. And he's still in hospital. I'll show you a photo of him. It's, it's horrendous mm-hmm. what they do. Another lady, seven, I think her, her name is Vilma, um, Vilma Ferreira. She, it was on the 26th so on Boxing Day. They go and they tie her up for 15 hours to a chair in Centurion in Pretoria. So it's not just farms. Sure. So it's not just farms. And they go and cut up her Yorkie dog and they put it in a bag. You know, why are you doing this? There's another gentleman that was stabbed 151 times. 151 times. And then it gets um, classified as just a normal break-in. Listen to this one. There was a woman, a, a, and she was quite a pretty, pretty lady. She was taken, she was raped, and she was hung upside down and she was gutted like a deer. She was gutted like you gut a deer. And the police have the audacity to write there that it was a break-in intending to steal stuff. You see what we're dealing with? We're dealing with witch doctors. Now, you remember when Cecil the Lion was shot, right? Mm-hmm. You remember the outcry because it was an American a, a white gentleman who, who shot the Cecil the Lion, right? So they went absolutely berserk. Absolutely berserk. But what about the witch doctors a few days ago? A few days ago, they poisoned eight lions to make Muti. Now, do you know what Muti is? Right, Muti is a, a Sangoma, which is a witch doctor. They take uh, little baby pots, 
Yes, they cut up babies, so that's why they would love the, the abortion rights here in America. You know, we can mm. murder millions by the day or by the year. And they take these and they mix them up and they drink these things. They drink it as mooty because it makes you healthy. And those same people believe that if you rape a 24-month baby and younger, you are relieved of all your sin and your iniquities. 24 months. I mean, for goodness sakes, how can you rape a 12-month-old baby? And, you know, you got someone like Katie Hopkins um, or The Killing Fields, her yeah. documentary. I, I, if you haven't watched it, watch it. And get ready and have some tissues. Whether you're the biggest, toughest man, you will start crying. Because what we're living is, um, even the guy from uh, Genocide Watch, right, said that he in his entire life has never, ever seen such brutality. You're talking about Jeffrey Dimer on, st um, Dimer on steroids. You're talking, talking about John Wayne Gacy on multiple steroids. The, the things that are happening there are barbaric, completely, completely barbaric. And it's just absolutely evil. And no one is talking about it. Yeah. And we silence. So what am I doing my walk for? I'm doing it for people whose ears get chopped off, for little girls who are getting raped, for the women that are getting raped every three, sec uh, three minutes. Every three minutes, a woman is violated completely. They are stripped us. They have dehumanized us. I was in, um, involved in an attempt farm attack as well thank the lord i got out of it but there were there were eight of them that came came for me and i shot at them with a 303 rifle mm. all right shot right next to him about this far from him and eight of them returned they run away and they return because we've got electric fences around the farmhouse where i was working that's strong enough to keep out a lion why are they coming there are they coming there just to break in no they're coming there to torture me and it's perverse what they're doing. And, it's, and it's, it's evil. And it needs to stop. And that's why I say I'm going to walk into the White House, even if it takes me as long as can be. And if I don't resolve it, then we need a bold president to, to help us. And I believe that President Donald Trump will actually help us, yeah. even though he will be ripped to shreds just for saying something about it. Because Cyril Ramaphosa, our president, stands up in broad daylight and denies everything. I don't know if you saw that yeah. after that tweet. But that he doesn't know. And I bet you now he's going to start yearing about me and his knees are going to start quivering because he denied it and that was the best thing that he could have done for us because now they can see the truth comes out and they can see what why they're lying about it yeah the things that are hidden are going to be revealed how's that for an answer to your question natalie how about that that, that that's a lot to take i Sorry. it just it no it's no good, no I, it needs I'm, to be I'm said. Glad needs to. because we don't hear that yeah mm -hmm. that that seemed like you just told me about a movie yeah. And let me go back to where I started with this. I know people who have been deplatformed. They've been criticized for being fake news. They've been criticized for being conspiracy theorists, all of these things. And I, and I have friends, podcasters, folks that are out there who have said, listen, let me just tell you, if you have the means and you're a white person in South Africa, get the hell out. Mm. And, they, and they've caught all this, you know, criticism for saying things like that. And I know that, I, again, let me go back to you because I know the way the listener and the viewer, I know the way you think. And people say, well, we're Americans. We've got our own problems, blah, 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 blah. I, I'll remind you, I'll appeal to whatever whatever appeals to you. I will appeal to the better good of your humanity, of your faith. You know, Jesus said, hey, look, whoever gives a cup of water to one of these, you know, it's going to be washed upon the sh shores of eternity. I mean, it's like doing it unto me, he said. And, and, I'll, and I'll say it to you. You've heard me say it over and over again. The light that shines the farthest away shines the brightest at home. If you if you don't shine far away to places like South Africa, then the bright, the light you have at home really isn't as bright as you think it is, and and that's the thing. You got to be globally focused. You do because we are a worldwide human. We're humanity, and we've got to be. And to hear stories like that, if it doesn't ring in wherever that place of compassion lies inside of your emotion and heart, 
you know, you've got to take action with something like that. Here's a guy who's who's doing the legwork, literally, making the walk. And I'm I'm encouraging you to support him. You know, he's got to eat. You got to stay in. You got to have a place to stay at night. Uh, donate. Get on. You know, the website. Go to Boar Extension uh, Extinction. There's there's too many. I, I started thinking about the rolling mm-hmm. of the R's and all these things. Boar Extinction. Boar Extinction. Boar Extinction. Is it org or com? Org. Dot org. I apologize. So, you know, do things like that. I'm, I'm telling you to do that. You you can't. I, I personally believe that what you sow is what you reap. And you want to see things fixed in your own community and in your own home, in your own country. Start reaching out to those. That's what I've always done. That's why I spent a, a, a great part of my life in third world countries working with people who couldn't Get help themselves. And Chad, Chad, yeah, you're, you're talking about getting involved and spreading the message and and showing you know your route and and everything. That's awesome, and and we absolutely need to do that. I'm curious if you have a response to the question: Where is the world in general on this? Because these murders, the these these horrific crimes have been happening for years, and the United Nations has met how many times? Over this period of time, I you never hear anything. You know what you hear about? You hear about climate change. You hear about global warming. We have to talk about this. You hear about other parts of the world. You absolutely, I, I never hear the United Nations in the body of countries that come together to do good and stand up for atrocities like that's what they were founded on. I haven't heard a peep. Addressing it at all. What, what, where are they? Why are we hearing nothing? Exactly. You know what the saddest part is that, right? that I've actually done nothing and it still feels like I've done more for my own people in the last 25 years and that that, that makes me very emotional because I'm just a it's just a mediocre kid from South Africa you know and um they they are nowhere they they they're nowhere to be seen the UN is not there you know they're just un, and, and, unbeknown to us and so that you don't have to say it I will it's it's got to be because the victims are the wrong color they exactly. don't fit the template yeah. so if, if the victims of this atrocity and this genocide and this raping of a countryside are white, eh, yeah. whatever, not interested. You see, but the, the hate is running so badly that even people like Niger- Nigeria, uh, so it's not, it's not Africa that's just violent. I grew up knowing Congo. We all know the Congo and what they do in the Congo, right? And about um, I've always, always grown up to know that Congo is the most dangerous place in Africa. And then I Googled about two weeks ago, and there's actually about three times more murders per day in South Africa than there is in the mm. Congo. You know, so South Africa is now the deep, dark Africa. It's not the rainbow right. nation. And bring, bringing like the deep, dark in, right? Do you, have you ever heard of ESCOM? ESCOM is our power utility. And um, in the old apartheid, they built, uh, they built this within, like, I think, like five years. And it's one of the best... Um, uh, entities that they were ever built. I mean, they won recognition for this, and and now it's completely bankrupt. And it's 2020, and my parents sit with electricity without electricity for 18 hours, 14 to 18 hours a day, happening right now. Mm-hmm. You know, like right now, I spoke to my parents today before I came on the show, and they're like, "No, I got no electricity." Go, oh, it goes off for like 14 hours, and it, but like it's in a little town, let's say the size of. Dallas, right? But they only cut the electricity off of the white-paying taxpayers. They don't cut the what they call the squatter camp area out that get it for free. 
They don't cut that out. Mm -hmm. And then they give electricity to Zimbabwe and they give electricity to Namibia. So that's why the Americans should be so concerned, especially the conservative Americans that say, okay, but we're not going to help any other country. If there's one country you should help, it's the South Africans. And the reason why is because let's now you must understand that even though these farmers are being murdered, even though they're being brutally attacked, they still and they know that their land, because the constitution, which I'll get into, was changed in 2018, that oh. if you see a piece of land and you like it, mm -hmm. you can take it now. That's mm -hmm. called land grabs uh, and they without compensation. So if you own a farm and you own owe a million dollars on that farm still because of your color, they can take it away and you still have to pay the debt off. Right. I mean, it doesn't make sense. And um, where they're going with this is they, they're literally going to take the land away. And that's what they want. They want to take the land away. But yeah. they don't realize that the government has taken over 4,000 farms away. And these farms are not distributed to anybody. So, And America – sorry, I start getting worked up because it just it makes me so angry. Because America, you, 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 all of you that pay tax, right? Do you know that your money, over 510 million U.S. dollars a year is going to South Africa? And it's going to 0.02% of the government, and they're living lush, lavish lives. That's what they're living. They, none of that money is going to anybody. It's going straight mm -hmm. to, the, to the, the tyrants, absolute tyrants. Yeah. Hey, a low credit score could keep you from getting the things you want, like a credit card, a car, a new job, even a house. And that's not all. A low credit score means you're going to pay higher interest rates than people with better scores. You don't have to keep getting denied for credit. You can kickstart the comeback on your credit today. Just call the specialists at creditrepair.com. They can help you work to repair your credit and improve your score by removing Inaccurate negative items like late payments, charge-offs, even collections and bankruptcies. Here's the number for your free credit evaluation. Call 800-501-3199. When you call, you'll get a free credit report and score, and you're going to find out what creditrepair.com can do to help improve it. Creditrepair.com helps you work towards a better score so you can have a better life. The evaluation, credit report, and score are free. So call 800-501-3199. That's 800-501-3199. Not available in all states. Not practicing in Georgia, Mississippi, Ohio, and South Carolina. And, and correct, I'm, I'm sorry, just correct me if I'm wrong, is... The leadership in your nation is obviously very evil at this moment. And and correct me if I'm wrong, South Africa used to be a nuclear nation. And they, they had access to nuclear weapons. They got rid of those years before um, apartheid happened. Um, I just can't imagine this country and, and what they're willing to do and, and turn a blind eye to. Uh, I mean, with, with nuclear weapons, yeah. I mean, that's the one good thing about this, I guess. But um, luckily, I mean, they're too corrupt to actually buy anything. <laughs> so right. they're too corrupt. They spend it on themselves and their 1920 wives, you know. So it's 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 incredible what they've done to their country. Like we're, like the ESCOM used in 2001, I believe it won the, one of the best entities in Africa. And um, now it is 450 billion rand which is about probably like 10 million yeah. 10 billion dollars in debt 
You know what I mean? It's like in debt and it's the, the grid is about to collapse. Do you, oh, ooh, ooh. So do you Americans know what the word load shedding is? Yeah. You do? Yeah. No? Okay, you're smart, right? Yeah, I'm pretty smart. Right, cool. Well, it was quiet in the rest <laughs> yeah, of the room. Don't be fair. But, um, <laughs> no, well. but, I mean, the load shedding is literally what I spoke about earlier on. They put your electricity off for like 12 hours straight. But they put it off at the times when you've you got to get your children ready for school right. and ready for bed. And they just put it off completely. You know? And what do you think happens? Do you think the criminals sleep when their electricity goes off? No. They come for you. Okay. And like when I, you know, the things that you get told, um, like when I phoned the police when, when they attempted to do, the, do that farm attack on me and I phoned the police, I got told to F off. It's too far. It was only 31 kilometers away. You know, it's around mm-hmm. the corner. Uh, they, they told me to F off. It doesn't, this is nothing. Uh, you know, and then another, another concept. Now, with any American that complains about the police and they think the police are too strict and stuff like that, let me tell you something, right? I'm informed and I know, know who these people are. And um, this woman was being raped by two people. And uh, another person phoned the police. And the two police rocked up there. And they continued to rape the woman. Mm. Do, do you understand? Uh, oh. mm. Yeah, and you've seen it in, in so many different regimes. And I'll call them regimes in, in various governments. I, know, I remember you know, spending a large amount of time in Nigeria. You referenced Nigeria earlier. You know, they have two governments. You have a commercial government in Lagos, and then you have a federal government in um, Abuja. Right arm doesn't know what the left arm is doing. Neither one of them cares. And that's true in so many different African nations that you have. And that, and it's more that way because, again, it goes to the power hungry. It goes to the people who are going to waste those resources on themselves, on their own lavish lifestyles. Yeah. You look at, and, what, what, and, I, and I always encourage people, if you're watching or listening to the show, I always encourage you, okay, use your critical thinking skills. Get some critical thinking skills. Where does this take us? You kill all the farmers. Now you have an, an even bigger humanitarian crisis because mm-hmm. now you have a nation that can't feed itself. Because these rapists and murderers who are going in and killing the farmers, they don't know how to farm. They can take over the land. They don't know how to farm. They don't know how to do it. That is a skill set. They don't have that skill set. If I say Ethiopia to you, you immediately go back, you know, and you start thinking about people starving to death. You saw the pictures of the babies that were so weak they couldn't get the flies off their eyelids. They got the malnourished, uh, you know, the the bellies that are there. You realize Ethiopia used to be called the breadbasket of the world. It was the most it was the most fertile land there was you know i can remember sam kennison talking about oh it's sand you can't grow anything said, no it's a breadbasket of the world it would but when you bring in fascist governments that take over and oppress the people then you have starvation then you have famine then you have and that's exactly what ultimately will happen in a place like south africa which there's absolutely no reason in terms of terrain climate fertility all of those things of the land there it should never happen yeah but that's where it's heading guess who guess who's going to carry the load then it comes right back to us comes right back to us so so we've already listed a lot of things on our doorstep sitting there at the threshold we've got we've got a a, a threat by the way of people keeping silent on some major things that are happening that would there are people out there that would love to see it come to this country we've got a humanitarian crisis in south africa that directly affects us as humanity we've got a potential crisis that's coming that's going to be bigger than anything we've ever seen and i am encouraging people get involved with this get involved with this this affects you and i know we are first we are this we're all about quick microwave get it done right now if it doesn't affect me immediately then i don't care about it but man you got to prepare for the future and we're not a future type of thinking generation anymore and this directly affects us that's why i tweeted the other day i said take the boats send them over to hong kong bring the protesters to america 
Go to South Africa. Bring these farmers to America. Because let me tell you, those are the kind of folks, the folks that settled South Africa. And South Africa, just like everywhere else, has had its scars and sins of humanity throughout history and all those things. Any place on the planet has. Same people settle that country, settle this country. Same mindset, same work ethic, the same type mindset. Again, folks, don't even think in terms of skin color. Atrocities are everywhere and always have been. You know, one of the things we were talking about is you look at the demographic of South Africa. You have people who, you know, we, we deal with the border crisis here of, of illegal people trying to come in here, trying to cross the border. But you got, you know, you got a million hardworking folks, salt-of-the-earth people, blue-collar, hardworking people. They're gun owners. They're God-loving, God-fearing. They're, they're law abiders. And I say, you know, those are the folks that we could bring into this country versus, say, Somalian refugees who ha- who want Sharia law, which completely violates our Constitution. And that's exactly what we've seen in places like Minneapolis, where Barack Obama just brought them in by the school bus loads, and there they sit. And we rep- have re- they have representation of people like Ilan Omar, which is – I don't even have to get into how ridiculous that is. So, you know, my, my theory and thought is, hey, these are the real refugees. Let's yeah. bring them to America. I mean, look at the way we think. You know, people like my dad asks me, hey, why are you walking so far? Why are you going to do this walk? I said, because I grew up just like any American. I I watched The Patriot. I watched Braveheart. I watched Rocky. And I watched... Uh, Forrest Gump, and if you mix those four, you got to walk to the White House from Austin. <laughs> I mean, that's just the way I was raised, right? That's what you got to do. When you, you know? get there, so, just so I want another Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> so the President Trump asked me, "How do you feel?" I go pee. Yeah, I go pee. <laughs> they called it a million dollar wound. Yeah. I ain't seen a cent of that money. <laughs> Dude, I'm praying for you, and Thank I don't you, say that lightly. I'm praying for you because uh, it's it's noble, it's worthy. I think it's a it's a God thing in that regard. Um, this is God's y- country, right? You know, we want it to be, uh, contrary to what the media would have you believe, and so many folks out there who are fighting that. Uh, I believe in it. I believe in the cause. My heart goes out to you, to your family, to to all these cases and causes, and, and just folks that you could talk about that are dealing with this. Thank you on a tragic basis every day. It's a bad thing. Um, and I encourage folks to pray, give, pray, if you can't give, pray extra. I mean, it's, yeah. it's one of those things, uh, for health and safety. And, you know, you've had threats. You said somebody threw a Coke yeah. at you yesterday. I thought he was giving me a Coca-Cola, but then I heard the F Trump and then like, it comes a Coca-Cola at me. I couldn't catch it and drink yeah. it to make a little advert, but yeah, and it would have been it hit me hard. And one guy tried to run me off the road. I had to dive off the road and stuff like that. It's, yeah. it's pretty scary that I didn't know that. Americans hated America so much, and you know, so not not it's all of you. I know you know what you say there. Yeah. Uh, it is. It's, 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 it's sadly pretty, profound. It's very scary that it's actually happening. But that's why I, I sit here honestly and I say, listen, yeah, America, I will. I'm standing for your freedoms. I yeah. really am. I'm standing up for your freedoms. I have people all the time that come to me say, "Oh, we're the laughing stock of the world." I said, "No, there's a lot of people out there who really do want what you said at the very beginning. The leadership that I think that Donald Trump has demonstrated, who's yeah. very pro-America." Yeah very pro-america and people just refuse to get that they refuse mm. to understand that and like you said you haven't had leadership in your country no, i've never had a leadership but the one leader you know what they did to the one leader he wasn't my leader but he was the last i think he was the leader of apartheid that some people had they hacked him to death and peed on him in public yeah. while he was being hacked to death and the police didn't stop it that, that's what happened to the last leader so if a white person stands up and wants to be a leader you know they hack him to death yeah. and if anybody wants to read a book 
Man, Ernest Roots, um, he was actually on the Tucker Carlson show, mm-hmm. Ernest Roots talking about this. He's got a book called Kill the Boer, and you'll see it explains how com- um, complicit, uh, complicit the South African government is because they, they stand up like the, EF, the EFF um, has like 10% say in parliament, and they're the third biggest political party in South Africa, and they stand up and say, kill the farmer, kill the boer, kill the farmer, kill the boer, and nobody condones it. Yeah. And for me, where I come from and what I believe, an omission is just as good as accepting something. I agree with yeah. you 100%. I, I just, as you were saying that, I, I'm reminded of that movie with Adam Sandler, the great American prophet Adam Sandler, uh, Big Daddy. <laughs> Big when Daddy. He, when he takes the little boy to the restaurant, and he's like, he's got to go. Can he use your bathroom? And the guy's like, not my problem, not my problem. And then he goes and he pisses on his wall and he comes back around and says, now it is your problem, buddy. <laughs> and I, and I kind of feel like that's what's going on is, yeah. is we're just going, hey, South Africa, not my problem, not my problem. And, Very and, much your and problem. meanwhile, culturally, we're getting our walls pissed on. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what's going on. And I'm telling you, I hate being right. And I'm often right when it comes to this kind of stuff because call it whatever you want to call it, prophetic intuition, anything you want to call it. I just have insight. When I see these things, I've called it way too many times. Yeah. And when that's why it's important when when – I have folks like you on, and so God bless you, man. Thanks, sir. And uh, proud to call you a friend. Excited to see the journey. Um, and uh, who knows? We might we might go out there and hang with you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I heard a, a rumor that people are going to be walking with me. Huh? Yeah. So like, I, I'd love to join. I think yeah. I'm going to make Chad come with me. And right, you, cool. you, I mean, you've had people who have volunteered to follow you, whether on a bike or to, you yeah. Know. There's a gentleman that's going to come start meeting me uh, tomorrow, and he's going to walk, and he's going to get his own hotels and stuff like that. So the Americans are going to start latching onto this because mm-hmm. you know why? Because they support people like right. Rocky, the underdogs, the people who stand up with nothing to lose. What have I got to lose? You know, I'm actually taking in the support vehicle. I've got two ferrets and my cat with me <laughs> because what have I got to Dinner. lose? What have I got? Dinner. <laughs> For those, you know, if I don't raise enough uh, donations. Save an animal's life right now, people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you need a shoe sponsor. A He's shoe got sponsor. Me. Okay, yeah. On that note, right? Please name me one company in in this country and world that will sponsor an open and unashamed Christian. I reasonably not think. Nike. I'm no, so no, no, I walked, no, I walked my first um, forty miles. I walked in Nikes and I was going live. I say, yeah, listen, yeah, we can take the people that don't support us, and I go look at these shoes. They can carry Christians too, my friends. Be That's careful. Right. Yeah, and New Balance is an American-made tennis shoe company so we're hollering at new balance and we'll say hey it's a great cause dude thank you follow him on twitter keep up with the just you know track it and see where he's at keep up with the progress support him when you can go to boar b-o-e-r extinction.org and give just give that's all you got to do you got it give it chad and i are in for like at least a quarter of a mile i yeah i can i could probably put in you know quarter to four, like four, four five hundred yards. I can, yeah. <laughs> Watch out! I get a I'll day do the rest in. for you I'll guys. Get a day and I'll do it. I, I'm coming. I would too. Yeah, I'll do it with you. I'm already Working carrying on. the whole South Africa on my shoulders. Like yeah, you even are. more, man. I don't mind. Yeah, you, are. you know, because you know the tort. Like I was saying earlier on, I've got this this foot over here has been smashed by a glass before and everything, and it suffers in the 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 all the. Um, when they stitched it back together, they put my nerves on the wrong side of the bone. So everything that touches every mm. foot, but, and it's full of like, I think I was six blisters on this foot already. But someone asked me like, you hey, know, what about this? And I said, you know what? Every step has got nothing on the torture that my people are going through. Mm. Yeah. And the, the, the way they've been dehumanized. You know that in some schools in Cape Town, in those areas, they've got white kids singing uh, how to, they, they hate the whites. 
they're forced to sing these songs and it's just it's cruel man and and the unity that actually is there that like the little bit of the, the actual good people they will never get into power you know those black people never get into power and then another thing that that they're doing there's there's squatter camps with whites in them that are qualified doctors qualified veterinarians qualified um nurses qualified engineers and they're living on the basically on the streets in the slums because they're not allowed to work because of their color, because they've got the black empowerment, uh, black economic empowerment, which I call it a, a bloody expensive experiment, you know, where they go and they try, they're not trying, they're getting it right. Then, okay, cool, you are black and I'm white, so we apply for the same job. You've got no education, I've got all the education, but they'll give the job to you and they'll tell you straight to your face that, no, you're white, you can't get this job. Yeah. And even on the government, you can't apply to go join the Air Force or the police and stuff like that. Maybe one or two get in just so they can hide some things, but you just get told not to. You can't even work. And, the, and these, these laws are open to read. You can go read them. You can go read them and you can't deny it. Nobody can deny it. Yeah. They're openly, blatantly there and that's what's going on. And it's the truth. It's the truth. And, and it's coming for America. Yeah. It's coming straight full bang wham for you guys. There it is. Let it sink in. Support him. Pray for him. Love you, pal. Hot news. Dirty bird. <laughs> Puppet master. <laughs> Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians. You see what's happening? You see what's happening in your, in your home continent? <laughs> 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 Wait. He ain't from around here. <laughs> you can make an American farmer really good with that accent. I like it. Yeah, girl, you ain't from around here. You know, that it's also the, like Get all your farmers. Our South African farmers are some of the best dry land farmers in the world. They mm-hmm. honestly are. I mean, it's. I mean, South South Africa is not for sissies. You know, it's really it's tough boys, yeah. and they love the land so much. And the ones that want to stay, they they. They deserve immediate an immediate protection plan, and the ones that want to come, they need. We need to have visas that are way more relaxed than now because it's almost impossible to get a visa to come to this country. Yeah. And um, we also need our asylum cases to be expedited and approved because we're the real refugees. We really are the real refugees. You know, we're not some made up people. We we are people that are God fearing. We want a law system. We want everything. And if you throw uh, 500,000 of the far, uh, of the people in the middle of West Texas where you know where it's a different type of beauty mm-hmm. um, people will farm that and they will they will help feed you and yeah. they will help feed your generation and they will help feed your people I'm behind it I believe it I think that's that's a movement I get behind I really do I've been outspoken on it so check them out we love you guys support God bless you we'll see you next time Chad pray the show bye <laughs>